It's a Chinese fish out of water story, but will it flounder? And what kind of good vibrations are we getting from Mark Wahlberg's new film, Mile 22? Did it go the distance? That and more on today's episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt Boogenites. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, now. Um, everybody, I am here with Joel. Say hi to your mother for me, Cunningham. <laughs> it's funny that they're all Mark Wahlberg inspired, right. I guess. We yeah. know him much better than we know people from our other movie that we're going to be talking about, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, say hi to your mother for me. Nobody <laughs> wants to eat you. I just want to say hello. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> say hi, to my- hi, dog. So, yeah. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, today we're going to be talking about two films. Uh, one is a Mark Wahlberg film. The other is Crazy Rich Asians. I guess it's the best way of putting it. Yep, John Chu. About mile twenty-two. John Chu, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, before we get into that, um, why don't we let me real quick just discuss kind of how the podcast works here. Um, Matt kind of has a bit of a more fan fun perspective, and I tend to be more of the critical, uh, controlled perspective, grumpy, grumpy perspective, Mister Grump, (laughs) Grumpy uh, over here. And that's the way we kind of review things, and we put those together, give you what we think is a real thought and perspective on films and television when we do TV. Which we need to get to at some point. Yes, we, we will. Done for a bit. We will. But before we get into what we're talking about today, why don't you give our listeners some ways to get connected? Yo, real quick, y'all can get connected with us a couple of different ways. Uh, namely, our website, realreviewmedia.com, which will connect you to all of our social media. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, which is at realreviewmedia. Uh, YouTube.com slash the real review. You can also uh, email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. That's real spelled R E E L. Get it? And then um, <laughs> you can, uh, yeah, so let us know if there's some movies that you want us to check out or if uh, you got a chance to check out any of the movies that we saw and you want us to, uh, if you want to tell us how wrong we are, that's totally fine. There you go. Yeah. I've been, I have been catching up on TV. We will have Sweet. to do some stuff. I finished off Flash. I'm watching Better Call Saul back now. Nice. I actually just started Man in the High Castle. Already through the first season, and wow. I'm catching up on season two of Westworld. I, I keep finding myself too tired. I, dude, I, I'm sleeping every two or three hours. My baby keeps waking me up, so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. I, I totally get I it. I just don't have time. You don't get it. No, it's not not an excuse, <laughs> Matt. It's not an excuse at all. <laughs> you don't get it. Uh, but yeah, I've got okay. plenty of stuff that. Um, Cool. I can talk about when we get to that. We'll so, do that. We'll do that. There you go. Well, why don't we get into talking about some movies that we did get a chance to see, some content. Um, yep. We're going to start off with one, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. CRA is all of our, uh, uh, all of the friends that we know call it. Actually, no, nobody calls it. <laughs> I was that. like thinking, I'm like, I haven't heard anybody say that, but I okay. I call it CRA. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> synopsis for this one, the contemporary romantic comedy based on the global bestseller, Follows by the same name, uh, follows native New Yorker Rachel Chu to Singapore to meet her boyfriend's family. Directed, as mentioned, by John M. Chu. Uh, stars a couple of folks in there. Uh, Constance Wu as Rachel Chu. Uh, Henry Golding as Nick Young. They're kind of the main couple that's in the film. Uh, you have Gemma Chang, Harry Shum, uh, Aquafina. Aquafina, yeah, she was in Ocean's 8. Yep. Uh, Sonoya Mizuno. I think Aquafina is probably... 
one of the lighter, more fun parts of the film for me. Uh, you have Michelle Yeoh uh, as Eleanor Young. She has been in a lot of stuff. Actually, yeah. I haven't seen her pop up in too much, but most famously, probably Crouching Tiger is what yep. I know her from. Uh, Lisa Liu as Ah Ma. <laughs> She's kind of the grandma. And there, there's a bunch of people that are in this. Uh, even Ken Jeong makes a yep. makes a brief cameo of sorts appearance. Doctor Ken. This. Yep. Um, so here's what I'd say. I what would you say? Weirdly can get into a rom-com at times. It depends upon a lot of elements. So I don't want to Topher be that Grace guy. used to be in a lot of rom-coms, Joel. He, he did? I, I know. I Went a date with Tad Hamilton. Ha, ha, ha. Wow. Yeah, wow. sorry, guys. You're just going to keep tying all those Topher Graces back <laughs> yeah, to me. He Topher doesn't Grace. look that much like me, Matt. Joel looks a little bit like Topher Grace. <laughs> he, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> so I really went into this kind of weirdly I was intrigued because okay. usually with this kind of a film and I, I really didn't get a lot from the trailer that I liked mm-hmm. when I watched the first trailer for sure. it it kind of just looked like a rom-com yeah. but set with a Chinese family backdrop yeah. um, and I went in, before I went in there I actually looked at some of the reviews that were coming in and I was actually like surprised to see how positively reviewed it's it's been and to act, it's actually at a 93% on yep. Rotten Tomato both with critics and fan audience perspective so i was like what is going on with this um so yeah i didn't really know what to expect because it was kind of like two worlds there what the trailer showed me but then what it seemed like the reaction people were giving for it and i was and i ended up being pretty pleasantly surprised cool uh it became a good film for me i think some of the strengths of it for sure uh the casting yeah everybody really felt like they fit well within the role that they were given uh it felt very authentic when it came to some of the the modern sensibility meets traditional aspects. The cultural, the cultural yeah, yeah, because it's very much about, you know, this girl, Constance Wu, plays Rachel, mm-hmm. um, lives in America, born in America, but she comes from a Chinese heritage, a Chinese family, right. kind of a rough upbringing, but she's traveling to Singapore, and she knows some Chinese, um, not Mandarin, but one of the, I think she knows some some aspect of, there's like three primary Chinese languages, right, she knows right, how right. to speak some of it. And um, so she's kind of like a fish out of water type thing, but she has roots in that culture and heritage and so she's trying to reconnect and she's trying to like get into the family but then she finds out that like and we've talked about this i love fish out of water stories right like i'm I'm a big fan of that and i think that is really what elevated it for me if it had just been a your family is rich um and my family is poor and we're visiting your family and they hate me sort of a deal i probably would have marked it a lot lower right but because she's kind of like unaware of what's going on and she's adjusting into the culture as well as what the family dynamic is because he doesn't explain like hey by the right. way my family is super loaded yeah um and i i will say this as well i know i'm jumping like a lot of bunny trails here there's a lot to talk about but um they did a good job of not overwhelmingly trying to make that seem ridiculous like okay. it felt like they they were realistic with the fact that they had money all right yeah they weren't like like trying to shove in your face, like, look at all the money we've got. Right. Like they kind of did it at a couple points, but then when they're like, then we're done with that, they were like, okay, we're going to move on now. Yeah. You know, we're not going to constantly be like making jokes about, whoa, you've got eight butlers and whoa, you've got, like they weren't doing that. Yeah. They was, weren't like, they weren't like, uh, oh yeah, I just bought that mountain over there. Yeah. yeah okay. And I think that's <laughs> the thing that I would absolutely say really elevated this script for me more than anything was it was grounded. Good. It never felt. There was a couple characters like Aquafina at times. She was a much needed comedic tone. She added a much needed comedic tone and she was a bit over the top at time. Her whole family was honestly just ridiculous at times. And I think that went a bit too far at okay. moments. There was moments where the the humor that was there felt a bit mixed. And I'm kind of like, I think you're trying to be funny here, but it's just not that funny. Okay. It just seems a little bit odd. Um, but 
other than that, other than her, it, it really felt like a pretty grounded script. You know what I mean? Cool. You're expecting almost what the more common path they would take with this is that, you know, fish out of water story, person goes to meet the family, and then it's like a comedy of errors. You yeah. know, like she slips and falls and knocks the porridge all over, or not the porridge, like the soup, yeah. you know, all over the, the grandma. And then everybody's like, oh, you know, and then she like accidentally knocks down a vase that's like super expensive. So she's like really clumsy? Well, that's what you would expect. Right. <laughs> like they're not clumsy, but somehow in this circumstance, they just all these bad comedy of error type stuff happens. And they didn't go down that route. They ended up keeping it very grounded. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, some of the the visuals were very normal. There wasn't anything like groundbreaking as far as like the visual style, but it worked. Yeah. Um, the way that the plot progressed and moved forward felt very realistic. And it felt like people were making realistic decisions. And I think that's the thing that I liked about it the most as well is that in this type of situation, there inevitably has to be some sort of break yeah. where things fall apart. And it wasn't like the people were doing things overly manipulatively or overly bad. It felt like this is the kind of stuff that if this were really to take place in our modern world, in our modern time, that it would have probably gone this way. And maybe it was right. because this was a book first. I didn't even know that. Right. I didn't know that either until, okay. you know, the best-selling book. I, I saw that before when I was doing some research on it. But All right. Maybe because it was grounded in that way, they didn't feel like they needed to go to ridiculous extremes to try and, like, get you to see, oh, look how crazy right, 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 these right. people are being. Um, I think that the really title helped. alone. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, there was still really crazy stuff. Like, they go party on a on a barge in the middle of the ocean for one of the guy's bachelor's party. You well, know what I mean? sounds like and, the Meg. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I forget his name. Crud. What's his name from Silicon Valley? One of the guys from there is in it, and he's hilarious. Um, but the whole film felt like, these are just really, really rich people, but the circumstances felt pretty normal and realistic okay. as to what they were doing. And the money felt like more of a backdrop to the story moving forward. And each character, for the most part, had their own little story that they were going on. Cool. You know, they weren't trying to just make this all about one thing with comedy of errors, constantly bad things happening. And is this going to happen or is it not? Yeah. It felt more like they're just telling the story of this family and each of them are going in their different directions and different things are happening. Now, there could have been more development in some areas. Something's kind of just sort of needed to happen, so they just happened. Yeah. You know, they have to have this character. Like, they have to have the one guy, the brother there, that and the sister there that she, like, really connects with and gets along well with, that she can be, like, you know, lending ear to cry on. Um, I think one of the weaknesses of the script as well was actually Nick Young's character. Okay. Um, Henry Golding, I haven't seen him in a lot. He felt like he was okay. Okay. Honestly, his acting job in this felt a little bit forced. At, at times, it felt like he was trying to fit in the vibe of like, I'm the rich, handsome prince, you know, oh. <laughs> heir to the throne type man. And, you know, but I'm also really caring and considerate. And, you know, I'm just this normal guy that just happens to have billions and billions of dollars. You know, it just felt a little bit like forced. Okay. I think I with gotcha. his character. And I, I don't know what exactly it's, was about uh, it. It's making, uh, it's making its money for sure. It's already made its production budget ba back opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, hasn't even opened internationally other than Italy, I yeah. think. So I was actually surprised. So I went and saw this um, during a matinee okay. um, on uh, a weekday. Yeah. And <laughs> surprised to see that it was actually pretty, pretty crowded oh, okay. in the theater. Gotcha. Um, so I think it will do well. Cool. And I don't think it's just because we talked about this past. I don't think it's just because it's a Chinese marketed film. Right. I think it has a lot of legs to to walk on. I think it absolutely is a film that's worth checking out if you're right. if you're into these kinds of films. Slightly comedic, slightly yeah. romantic. More of in that this is what, you know, the grounding of it did is it created it more it it turned it more as like a drama. 
You know, it, it definitely fits in the rom-com type yeah. world, but it, it felt more of like a straight-up drama with yeah. rom-com elements to it. And I will also say uh, Constance Wu, Rachel Chu, the, the character Rachel Chu, um, great job. Yeah. Really good job. Um, I think the only slight, again, the other slight thing that I could say is that, again, the, the plot kind of just felt like it needed to go in certain directions. And I get that. Yeah. You know, they have to hit certain beats. But it just, that felt very, okay. like, stereotypical, like, checking boxes. Yeah, I gotcha. Kind of a thing. So, um, I don't have too much more to say. Okay. I mean, what uh, what would you rate it? Uh, I'm actually going to give this one an 84. Sweet. So, it's a B, B, Sweet. B, B right in the B range. It's kind of 83, 84 range. So, cool. Um, any thoughts? No, questions? that's that's good. I, I, it's actually, it's on my list. It's not my priority list, but it's, it's on my list. Yeah, it's a pretty good film. And yeah. it's, um, it the rating is fine as far as, like, you know, PG thirteen, it's it's def- it doesn't have really anything that awful, and it has right, some right, suggested right. Yeah. material, but um, yeah, it's cool. fun. It kind of made me want to go visit China, nice, <laughs> which yeah. I've always wanted to do me anyway. Too. Me but, too. Yeah. So Matt, yeah, why don't you get into our next film then? Let's talk about it, guys. I did see Taco a movie Matt. this weekend, and it was Mile Twenty Two. Uh, real quick, uh, the synopsis is an elite American intelligence officer aided by a top secret tactical command unit tries to smuggle a mysterious police officer with sensitive information out of the country directed by Peter Berg and stars Mark Wahlberg. And they've collaborated quite a bit over the yeah. last couple of years. How sensitive um, is he? Is he like, I'm just so sensitive. <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, and then Lauren Cohen um, and then Iko Uweiss, who is uh, who I first saw in The Raid, which yeah. is amazing. Uh, if you're into the the action gung fu type of you know sort yes. of thing, um, John Malkovich, Ronda Rousey, Carl uh, Albin. Uh, let me say this: this movie is getting obliterated on Rotten Tomatoes. People hate mm-hmm. this movie, both audiences and critics. I you actually look at the poster; it's like blurry, and he's like looking down. I went, like, oh. <laughs> I went into this movie because of that, because it wasn't like a split between critics and audiences. Both people hated, it, or both groups of people hated it. So yeah. I. I went in with really low expectations. Yeah. I liked it more than what people I feel like are giving it credit for. Cause okay. I will say it had some really, really intense, like edge of like, I was biting my fingernails at one point in time. Like, Ugh, you know, like mm-hmm. what's happening here. And it was extremely violent. what I felt like it needed to be. But here's the problem with this is I don't know what happened here because Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg in their last three collaborations, whether it be Lone Survivor, Patriot's Day, or Deepwater Horizon, I thought were all really good movies. Patriot's Day is actually one of my favorite movies of 2016. Um, super like heartbreaking, depressing, but I, I, I probably won't watch it again, but it was awesome. And um, this movie isn't close to any of those. Yeah. Um, and I heard somebody say this. I can't remember who said it, but it's... And it's totally true. It's like he's channeling his inner Michael Bay. Hmm. Like the way that this movie was, like the editing is atrocious in the movie. Like it's like jump cuts for no reason, jump cuts. Oh, man. Um, like like he was like, this is going to make it seem more intense, but it's not. It just it just hurts my face. You <laughs> yeah. know, it like hurts my eyes watching this. <laughs> it hurts um, my face and, watching um, movie. Let, let's start though, before I dive into that, uh, I, I will give it credit where credit is due. I've, it was intense. I felt the intensity. Some of the action sequences were really cool. Um, uh, Lauren Cohen was the best character in this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I liked her the most out of anybody. And, um, and I will say for the sake of saying it is, is this is, this is the best that Ronda Rousey's ever done. 
Wow. Which isn't saying a lot. She hasn't done no. a lot of mainstream stuff, but she's she I, did she yeah. she had some really believable moments in this movie. Okay. Because I've never I yeah I haven't seen her in anything yet right. that I'm like that approaches believability. So I feel like she's getting better. Okay. Uh, uh kind of like the rock started. He wasn't very good. When she he probably got started. some coaching. Yeah. Probably. I'm, she I'm probably still is. This, yeah. But she she has some really good believable moments in this movie. Um. And it was it was super fast paced. It was it was like basically you know from from zero to one hundred right away. Mm-hmm. And the opening of this movie was so cool. Yeah, it was really really awesome. I felt like they they lost it somewhere along the way. Yeah. Um, but it was the opening of this movie was I was on the edge of my seat. It was executed well. Looked really good. Um, uh, but that's that's really it. I will I will say I was into it. I was invested. Um, Getting into the negative side of things, Mark Wahlberg's character was extremely unlikable. <laughs> extremely unlikable. Yeah. Um, he was just a jerk. Hmm. And you don't really get a clear sense of why he was a jerk. Yeah. I mean, you get I mean, they give him like these little like like this nervous tick thing that he does or like that helps him focus. Like, like tic tac. No, he like snaps a rubber band on his wrist <laughs> or oh, something gotcha. like that. Um Which he can be a lovable jerk. That's right. kind of why people like Mark Wahlberg. Right. He's like that bad boy, but you know, he's kind of a nice guy still. Not like that. Like he wasn't like that. He was just straight up like wow. Hmm. Like dude, calm down. Yeah. Lauren Cohen, so I how do you feel like for me? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's another <laughs> negative of the movie. Uh somebody actually says that to him. What? And really? it's not played to be a joke. I don't feel like they even like realized that they were doing it at the time. Wow. Yes. They had to Yeah, have. they said that. Say hi to your mother for me. Was it John Malkovich? No. Say hi to your mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> John Malkovich. So, no, that that's not what it was. But um, Lauren Cohen was the best character in the movie, okay. at least fleshed out. You kind of get a sense of where she's coming from. I don't feel like they wrapped up her character very well. In fact, the end of this movie, it took me a while to think about it because coming out of the movie, I was mixed. I kind of liked it, kind of didn't like the end of the movie, kind of did. I'm leaning towards not liking the end of the movie now. I feel like they're trying to do they're trying to do what they did in Law Abiding Citizen, which I feel like they pulled off in that movie. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that they um I, I don't think they pulled it off as well in this movie. Yeah. Um there were some elements I I mean, some of the action I really liked. The editing was the worst though. Like it was shaky cam, like mm. like not good shaking cam shaking cam. There is good, but most of the time, shaking him is not good. It was not good. Right. Um, you couldn't tell what was happening. You could, it was like, hey, you know, let's do this scene. Or punch, cut, punch, cut, kick, cut, kick, <laughs> cut. Like it was just, it was, a, it was atrocious. It was bad. Yeah. Um, and they did it during like conversations, like a mm. regular conversation that was not an intense conversation. Like face. He said a word. Next face said a word. Next face said a word. It was like, wow, calm down. <laughs> like I was like, my goodness. Um. Yeah. And it was, I think he was trying to uh, communicate tension and fast paced and like, you know, all that stuff. It just didn't work. Um, it did feel like a Michael Bay movie in that way. Hmm. Um, I will even say, I think Michael Bay does, did, he typically does better action than what was done in this movie. Um, but but Ma- Michael Bay's never had a problem with action. He's always done great action scenes yeah. and stuff like that. So it's usually his comedy and drama, yeah. dramatic tension that falls. Right, right, right. Everything right. else exactly. pretty much that falls flat. <laughs> um, Just kidding. Mark Wahlberg, unlikable. Lauren Cohen, I think she was the standout in this movie. Um, other than that, it, w- it ended up being better than I like, but I definitely see why people 
did not like this movie. Yeah. I think a lot. Of, I think the audience members. I think there's. I think they don't like it because of the ending, and I think that the critics don't like it because it kind of feels like Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where I think that comes into play. If I had to rate this thing, I'd probably give it a probably seventy five. Okay. See. So just kind of like I thought, and I will say I will give it that kind of a rating rather than a, I'll give it a C rating than a D rating because. I was locked in. There was a lot of times I was like, dang, like I went with somebody and we, I, I, he was saying, dang, when something crazy would happen or like the, the violence was real. Like, like it felt like super like intense, real, like, Oh dang, I can't believe that that happened several times. And yeah. it was effective, uh, kind of in a way that like, uh, Denzel Washington would, um, take care of some bad guys in one of the equalizer movies or something like, Oh man, like that kind of, yeah. uh, action. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. Um, I, it could have been better. Uh, the ending, I'm, I feel split on kind of maybe towards a negative more. But yeah, that's that's it. Mile 22. All right. Boom. Anything else? Yeah, it's a sequel to 8 Mile, the rapping movie with Eminem. Really? No. I was going to ask Warren <laughs> Cullen it, when it tied into Walking Dead. Yeah, like it could be. Walking Dead. Or... It could be. They kind of leave her uh, story open-ended. But Creating our own universe, Matt. Yes. 8 Mile universe. turns into Mile 22, right. which then turns into Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which itself is all part of a Michael Jackson thriller music video. Yeah. So. Hey. You got it. What are the odds? Nailed it. That's it. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll go ahead. We're going to go. This is a pretty quick one for us, but we're going to go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast yeah. then. Uh, again, some reminders, ways to get connected. RealReviewMedia.com. Uh, we also have Facebook, Facebook.com slash RealReviewMedia. Twitter and Instagram are both at RealReviewMedia. Uh, we'd love to get your thoughts and perspectives on these films as well. Uh, or shows you're watching, maybe some suggestions on new content, uh, feel free to send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. RealReviewMedia at gmail.com. Boom. Matt, anything further? No, that's it. All right. Well, let's let's say this. We will schedule, we will plan to do our next Tube Talk episode sometime soon. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> can you can you agree to doing it sometime I soon? I will do it, but I can't guarantee I'll have a lot to talk about. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> we'll find something that you can just get caught up on Better Call Saul at least. Right. And maybe we'll give like a holistic approach of Flash. Yeah, sure. So We can do that. Everything from the season, what we thought it was. Cool. The the cool. Then, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>